Hello everyone, welcome to This Week Esports, a podcast that brings you weekly updates from the competitive esports world. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host. Don't forget, you can also check us out at thisweekesports.com for information on the podcast, our social media handles, and all the episodes that we've released so far. Now without further ado, on to the games. Hello everyone, welcome to This Week Esports for the week of August 17th to the 23rd and this is the 18th episode only uh, three sports for you this week but all big games in their relative tournaments so we'll have a ton of fun with it counter-strike setting up their tournament for the esl1 bracket over the weekend dota has had their second set of games for the omega league which is replacing the lack of the international this year due to covid and the playoffs in league of legends push forward so let's start with league of legends jump to europe for the first round of their playoffs so for those of you who don't know, Europe does a bit more of a streamlined setup, 16 double elimination brackets. So let's start with the bottom of the low bracket, kind of the most fun to be honest, the most on the line. So we have SK Gaming and the Cinderella story that is Schalke Esports. So uh, SK Gaming, solid 9-9 season from a relatively young team in the process of nurturing and growing some new talent. And then Schalke, a team that endured Nothing short of a horrific start to the split, went through a bit of a roster shuffle, shuffled again, and ended the year on one of the longest runs of wins in League of Legends, and certainly the longest run of the season, and they're facing off in a best of five. So, on the back of Abidage at mid and Julius in the jungle, Schalke very comfortably able to dispose of SK in maps one and two, so they Keep it rolling, jump out to an early lead. And on match point, SK did switch up their draft a little, preferring to go a less front line once again than than probably is sound, to be quite honest. Uh, and it seemed to make them suffer. Schalke drafted to their strengths, pushed SK around on map three as well. Abedage went 9-0-4 from mid, while Zazie had no kills on the other side. So never a good sign when your mids has nine less kills than the opponent. So it was a quick and it was painful for SK, but the run continues. 3 0 to Schalke, now just one match away from qualifying for Worlds. I'm sure if we were talking about this back in April and May, everyone would have been a little stunned, but here we are. So now in the top bracket, uh, we begin with Mad Lions and the reigning champions from last year, G2. Uh, the match started off with some very solid and balanced play from G2 with Caps leading the charge, finding the space, and controlling the tempo, taking the first two maps. Uh, third map had the Mad Lions team out for a nearly identical draft to the second game, uh, but with a completely different result. They were able to pressure G2 in the jungle and simply out-push them and found a glimmer of hope in the series. They take the third map. Now, map four, probably go down as one of the surprises of the tournament. Uh, once again, Mad Lions were controlling the jungle. They were controlled all the dragons but one and never given up the Baron at the 23-minute mark. Granted, still early in the game, but still. Uh, all was looking well. That is until Caps and G2 showed up. Big ambush, big fight, and it results in Mad Lion in the Mad Lion's carry getting blown up and three more subsequently falling. It was a four to one sweep in, in terms of kills, and unfortunately, that just opened the door for G2 to take control of the map. And with caps there, they just went straight down a lane, 
straight for the Nexus and found a way to destroy it before everyone respawned and uh, Mad Lions had any semblance of a defense. The commentators were shocked. Uh, God knows Mad Lions were shocked. Uh, but that, there you have it. You know, League of Legends certainly a very diverse game and they went uh, a bit greedy, I'd say, but they just wanted to end it right there and then. So G2, 3-1 over Mad Lions. They move on into the next round. That puts Mad Lions into the lower bracket and they will face off against Schalke. And now the final match from Europe in the top bracket was the top-ranked Rogue pitted against Fnatic. Um, recap of their seasons is probably most easily summed up as a cosine way for Fnatic, who had their highs and had their lows, especially the low in the middle of the season where they couldn't really find a way to win a map. Uh, but they have been on top form down the stretch, and they did not disappoint. Meanwhile, Rogue is just the epitome of consistency. Um, so they were just unbelievable all season, never really lost many games in a row. So Fnatic, top form, as I said, and from the underdog position, they did their best Schalke impression and sent Rogue to the lower bracket in three very quick maps. Huge sweep of Rogue. I think most people were quite surprised. Uh, I think this is also the first time Rogue has lost three matches in a row all season, or three maps in a row all season, I should say, not even matches. So, uh, And they have to do it when it matters the most. So Rogue goes down and Fnatic pushes on. So Rogue will face the winner of Schalke and Mad Lions. All the while, G2 and Fnatic will face off in the upper bracket finals. Now, jumping across the pond, we have North America in their second round of action, meaning two more teams will be eliminated this week. But we will start in the upper bracket where the four remaining teams are Liquid, who face off against Golden Guardians, and Cloud9 versus FlyQuest. Now, Liquid took both wins against the Guardians in the regular seasons and seem to still have their number here behind uh, some steady teamwork and some exceptional play we come to expect from Bruxa. Liquid were able to take their fights, take the tempo, and move on with a score of 3-0. to zero. Uh, not, So not really a big surprise coming from the one seed. Joining them from the upper bracket would be one of FlyQuest or Cloud9. So they traded the first two maps. FlyQuest um, had some serious internet issues in the middle of the third. So we were actually forced to wait for, I think it was about 25 minutes. I remember I, I had time to walk my dog. Uh, big delay in the middle, but otherwise a very standard game. Uh, FlyQuest, nervous that they might have to forfeit, came out of the break flying, for lack of a better description. So took the third map and the lead 2-1. to one. So spot in the semifinal on the line. FlyQuest drafted safe. They drafted late in map four, and the strategy was actually successful. They move on to the next round and leave C9 to scrap through the lower bracket. So... Now, the lower bracket, this means that the Guardians had to play TSM, who were waiting for them, and one of the oldest rivalries in esports in any game, Cloud9 and Evil Geniuses in the other. So, TSM and Guardians, I have to say this is the series of the week. Maybe it's because most of the other ones only went three games, but uh, Guardians came out screaming, really took control, took a 2-0 lead and a stranglehold on the series. I'm sure most TSM fans saw this and were probably fear the worst. Another TSM team falling short of expectations. Certainly that's what Twitter seemed to say. But 
Um, you know, those fans were certainly thrilled to see a change of pace and strategies in games three and four with uh, Broken Blade and Berkson helping the team eke out some early wins. Uh, some pretty quick wins in those games. So 2-2 after four maps and a possibility of the reverse sweep. Um, Berkson once again seemed to just will his team forward with Broken Blade right on his tail. Uh, they controlled the jungles, controlling the barons and the tempo. So Berkson got the MVP. TSM get the reverse sweep to live another day. Uh, Guardians certainly made a good run to end the season here and likely made it further than I think most would have thought possible at the start, you know, qualifying uh, for the upper bracket as it were. So great season by them. But, uh, you know, TSM move on and Golden Guardians will have to wait till the next split. Now, the big daddy C9 versus EG, although most probably most people probably thought this match up uh unthinkable with how EG ended the season uh, and it sort of showed here although doing what they could C9 Sauce Fen have an absolutely outrageous series going 23 kills in just three matches as they swept EG into elimination so EG was certainly that team that always showed glimpses of greatness this season but they did fall short when it mattered most against you know the biggest teams they're just struggling against the other big two or three teams in the league. So congrats to C9. Dream is still alive. They still have a shot at world qualification when they face off against TSM next week. So uh, a quick summary of the week. Schalke are one series away from qualifying from the Worlds when they face off against Lions this week in what must uh, be for some the match of the week, even though it is the lower brackets going to have Probably the biggest storylines there. And all the while in NA, we have a dash for the finish between Liquid, FlyQuest, TSM, and Cloud9. All very big games, so super excited to watch this. Certainly watch what you can. If not, come join us, and we'll tell you about it all next week. Now, sticking within our MOBA scene, let's jump over to the Omega League in Dota, focusing obviously on Europe, where we have one of the biggest tournaments of the year replacing the international it is a month-long tournament they have matches every week for three weeks and there's a mini regular season in the playoffs so we are in week two right now very busy week four days worth of games here so let's jump right in so in group a uh very busy week although the first day was a little quiet only one game to speak of from group a and that was a big one though it was enigma versus evil geniuses now uh probably a a pretty important game to see who comes in top at the end of the season so game one eg come out pretty big late game uh late game fighting lineup on the back of a rubik support and a terror blade carry able to squeak through the am in 42 minutes second game nigma kind of went for what they like you know fire and fighting so they had they got the rubik this time they had the bat rider they had the ember spirit and it was an absolute brawl ended quick 30 minutes nigma tie it up one to one so what happened in the final game well uh, the hero of the tournament so far seems to be Rubik. If you get Rubik, um, you're probably going to win. Just such a classy support uh, at this point in time. And on the back of a Clinks played by RTZ uh, and a Doom played on the offlane, it was just too much for Nigma to deal with. So EG actually take the big season game 2-1 uh, to one for them to climb up in the rankings. Meanwhile, 
Nigma were able to bounce back against five man and then EG actually dropped a game to Navi. Navi looking to make a bit of waves here, although you know they're still growing as a team. But so EG go one and one on the week. Uh, so do Nigma. So a lot of big games for them next week. They both have pretty loaded schedules. So keep an eye out for that for Group A. Group B, the big story there is the battle between OG and Team Secret. So Secret started out their week. They played against Ninjas in Pajamas, and Secret doing Secret things went 2-0. and oh, uh, Very different drafts, both game as well. They can win it early, they can win it late, they can win passive, they can win aggressive. So kind of pushed out uh, Ninjas in Pajamas to the side. They followed this up with another game against Vikings, which had the exact same result. So Secret go 2-0 and oh on the week. That puts them up to 3-0. and oh in the group meanwhile og had only one game i believe this week it was against fly to moon they were able to replicate uh secrets success in their games uh two uh two oh uh kind of later games kind of quirky games but they are going with a bit of the harder carries um you know we saw sven we saw ricky and we saw magnus so there's uh, some fun there although uh, you know, OG doing OG things. They had a very quirky lineup in that first game. So uh, they are also top of the table at 3-0. and oh. Big games next week to look at. Um, EG and Alliance, that'll actually be pretty important for Alliance while well, EG are looking to hold top of their group. So that's the one big game to look at. The other really big one I think that most people are going to watch, it's on the 28th, and it is Team Secret versus OG. I imagine that the winner of this game will be top of the table. Although, I mean, don't write it in stone yet. There's other Dota to be played. So that's going to be a huge game. Meanwhile, Nigma will play Na'Vi. So Kuroki paying his original old team once again as well. So tons of Dota to be played from the 27th to the 29th. Now looking at the table quickly. So Group A, we have Evil Geniuses and Nigma in 1 and 2. Uh, in positions one and two at two and one and we actually have Virtus Pro at two and one as well so they could still make a case and climb up the ladder uh, I think you know they're pretty safe because the top three teams really move on and qualify so uh, let's see what happens there while in group b uh, it is anyone's game og and secret are three and oh and top of the table and i don't think they cannot qualify uh, viking gg in third at three and two they're actually waiting to see what everyone else does they've played all their games so fly to moon or one and two they need to win both their games and that's really the only way viking doesn't make it into the next round so don't forget to mark down your calendar secret og on august 28th and also i uh, forgot to mention navi versus alliance uh, ti3 rematch so tons of great dota let's jump in uh, oh, let's meet up next week and discuss it. Meanwhile, let's jump into ESL1 Cologne in DreamHack and see what's happening there. So ESL1 uh, North America will start there. They had only, they only had eight teams, so they went a bit of a different route. They went uh, much smaller. Did the old school Korean uh, StarCraft Pro League setup in the groups? So essentially, just kind of play out the groups in a Swiss uh, matchout system to see who moves on. Um, so, Group A, we had Chaos, Furia, 100 Thieves, and Gen G. Uh, winners will meet each other, and winner of that moves on. Losers see who gets eliminated, and then there is a final decider match. So, Game 1, Furia versus Chaos Esports. 
uh, very one-sided, um, 16 to 11 on Nuke. Second map did go to overtime, 22 to 19 in Chaos's favor. Probably surprised a few people there. So Chaos on to the winners' match. Meanwhile, Hundred Thieves and Genji gave us a pretty enthralling series. All maps went to the late 20 rounds. Some of them 29, most of them 29 actually, but 100 Thieves with wins on Vertigo and Inferno were able to overtake Genji's solo win on Nuke. So they move on 2-1 to one to face off against Chaos Esports. So in that game, we start with Nuke, Chaos, pretty comfortable, 16-10, to 10, right, you know, right it off onto the next match. And this is where 100 Thieves thrived, though. They were on Inferno. They had an unbelievable T side, 12 wins from the T side, meaning they only needed four from CT, and they did it relatively quickly, 16 to 6 for the 100 Thieves, just kept that eco going the entire time, so it ends up on Mirage on the deciding map. So we had Chaos uh, come out a bit quick out of the gate, 9-9, nine, nine, uh, Sorry, I should say nine wins from the T side on Mirage, and then the Hundred Thieves just could not keep up. So sixteen to thirteen there. Chaos is on to the next round. Meanwhile, Furia and Gen G face off in the elimination match. Not really that close. Uh, first round went sixteen to fourteen, so it did go thirty rounds. But then Furia absolutely dominated on Inferno to eliminate Gen G. So we do have one game this week that is a Hundred Thieves versus furia for the decider of who makes it into the playoffs meanwhile group b was cloud nine evil geniuses triumph and team liquid liquid um beat c9 two to one pretty close maps i think two of them went to ot the other one being a bit one-sided but still liquid move on into the winner's game and they faced off against og who had simply no problems against triumph the scores there 16 to 6 16 to 5 so triumph only won 11 maps across two matches certainly not their best showing so liquid and eg in the winner's match and eg just look in top tip top shape i should say they absolutely destroyed liquid 16 to 9 and 16 to 7 on nuke and mirage respectively so eg move on into the semifinals liquid are down in the decider match and who would they face well triumph actually showed up against c9 first map goes 30 rounds 16 to 14 in triumph's favor on dust 2 it is one of their favorite maps uh, c9 you know came back with a vengeance 16 to 4 on overpass so it did go to a final map where c9 kept flexing their muscles and went 16 to 9 i think triumph only had two full-blown um, rifle rounds so it just was never in their favor there so we have chaos and evil geniuses awaiting the winners of either 100 thieves and furia or Liquid and C9 in ESL Cologne, uh, ESL One Cologne, North America. But now let's take a quick look over in Europe. They did it a bit differently, so let's kind of look at that first. So obviously we have a lot more teams in Europe than in North America. So they created two giant 18 brackets, so 16 teams in total. Both brackets are double elimination. Uh, you don't necessarily have to win the entire bracket to go through. The top four from each bracket will go through. So um, let's take a quick look. I guess we have a lot of this to go through. So the big surprise was in Group A. 
A team called Sprout came out of nowhere. They beat Big in their first game, sending Big down. They then beat OG in the second round, 2-1. to one. So they are qualified. OG get pushed down to the lower bracket. Uh, on the way, OG did play Ninjas in Pajamas. On the other side of the same bracket, Complexity just cruised through everyone. 2-0 against Lions, 2-0 against Na'Vi. So Complexity and Sprout qualified already from Group A. The remaining games in Group A played later this week will be Na'Vi versus Ninjas in Pajamas and OG versus Mad Lions. Now, the story here is Na'Vi playing Ninjas in Pajamas. That meant Ninjas had to play Big in the lower round, uh, lower bracket round one. Uh, big, you know, during COVID have been an absolutely amazing team. So really surprised to see them kind of have, maybe it was a bit of an off day. So in that match, you know, first map, Big did big, you know, they went 16 to 5, absolutely dominated all. And then the turning match, though, was on Nuke. It went uh, 54 rounds, so it went 28 to 26 in Ninjas in Pajamas' favor. And I don't know if they just carried that adrenaline on to the next match or if Big were just exhausted from losing a game of that nature. But Nip turned it around 16 to 7 in the final map. So Big's actually eliminated from the major already. Big, big surprise there. Excuse the pun, it was not intentional. So let's jump down and look in Group B. So Group B, Australis is back after a bit of a hiatus. Uh, probably a break they needed. They opened it up though, uh, showing uh, how restful or how restless they must have been. 2 0 against Fnatic, going to the second round of the upper bracket. They meet Vitality, who played against the Heretics and took them out 2-0. Australis, um, you know, they're just, they're looking as good as they always have. Uh, they absolutely destroyed Vitality 16-8 and 16-7. So they are through and qualified into the uh, GSL or ESL 1. Further down, we had FaZe lose to Heroic uh, 2-0, and we had G2 beat MIBR 2-0 as well. G2 took that final match 2-1 on the back of some pretty good games on Vertigo and Mirage. Mirage actually went to overtime, so pretty good game there. 2-1 G2, they are qualified. So that meant Fnatic and Heretics had to play in the lower bracket, so Fanatics were able to squeak by there and take a quick win, while FaZe Clan did eliminate our Brazilian friends at MIBR and move on as well. So we have a few games left here. We have Heroic versus Fnatic. We have Vitality versus FaZe. Those two teams, you win and you're in. And then again, just to recap the top side, it is Na'Vi and Ninjas in Pajamas, OG versus Mad Lions. You win and you are in. So we have a ton of... Um, of Counter-Strike for you this week. Those games are tomorrow, and then the rest of the playoffs are over the course of the weekend. So, you know, watch what you can. I know some of these games are at weird times, but watch what you can. I certainly will, and we'll discuss it next week for everything that you missed. And that wraps things up for this week. So, as always, don't forget uh, Twitter. Uh, find us on Twitter. It's at esports. This week is the is the handle, and I will tweet back at you if, uh, if you message me. Also, go to our website, thisweekesports.com. It has all our other information with regards to Patreon, my personal email, and you know where you can actually find the podcast if you just want to send the link or the RSS feed to your friends. So, everyone, stay safe out there, and as always, happy gaming.